How are we doing? Back once again for episode three. I just want to clear a few things up. Obviously, there's been a bit of confusion with the title of the podcast. I didn't know there was an event called It's Time to Jam, which uh, I can only apologise for. So we've had to rename the podcast It's Time to Refresh. I hope that doesn't bother anyone or anything. Just something I thought worth mentioning before I opened up the podcast. So on this podcast, we've got DJ and promoter Chris Pears. Another top episode, as usual. If you enjoy the podcast, then please share it with your mates. It's kindly appreciated. We're getting some really good figures on Spotify and SoundCloud, so I'm very grateful for that. If you do enjoy the podcast, then feel free to follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, and we do have our own community group on Facebook, which is It's Time to Refresh Podcast dash community. Uh, you can ask questions to the guests, get early info, and any bonus content related to the podcast. So for the next hour, I'm having a crack with Chris Pears. Enjoy. Take it. What time is that? It's time to refresh. Right, we're back with episode three. Um, on this one, we've got Chris Pears. How you doing? Uh, we're going to talk about local history, um, him starting out, his influences, um, promotion, production, uh, venues he's played at, his favourite sets, club memories, funny stories. Uh, we'll go over his three favourite tracks, his future plans, um, and anything he wants to plug, and then we'll do his Chinese meal for one at the end as well. I forgot to do that with Dean, and I apologise. Sorry, Dean. Uh, I'll post it in the group. If, uh, if I get in contact with him, I'll, I'll ask him. So, all right, Chris, mate? Yeah, not bad, mate. Mm, yeah. Uh, we'll get into your starting out. Obviously, you just get the conversation going. So, how old are you now? I am 33. Getting old now. Yeah. So, when did you get into it? What, what, what sort um, of age were you? I'd say it was last year at school, which would be 2005, if I'm right. 2005, right. So, obviously... When I was in school, it was all Acadie and Czech. Yeah. Ultimate vibe. Um, and there was the likes of the Beef Mania under 18 nights. Yeah. So that's basically how I got into the music. Um, then my dad, he bought Level 2. Right. So Ultimate Vibe was in Level 2. And obviously I went to all them underaged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as you do. So Ultimate Vibe, who was running that? Ultimate Vibe, um, I think it was Chris Dynamite. Right, yeah, I thought so, he, he yeah. He actually lives in Carlisle now, yeah. um, but it was... We talked about him on the last podcast, Dean was saying about him. Uh, he's a good lad, I, I did a couple of events for him in the past. Yeah. So um, so this is how you, you sort of got into it. Was What was it like in school? Like, was it... Because from what I remember in school, I, I'm a little bit younger than you, like, but when I was in, like, sort of year seven, year eight, everyone was, was sending, like... Frequency CDs and um, what was big at the time? I'm trying to think. There was sort of like Killer Combo. Um, there was Locals yeah. as well. There was like the Dutty Donkers lads. It was all sending via Bluetooth, and you'd like you'd go over to patches of the, like the sort of <laughs> playground with the kids, and they'd have the different things on. You'd have like the, the, the there was lasses and that, and they'd have like fucking DJ Booney or fucking Rankin. yeah ranking <laughs> on, and it'd be like dead cheesy. But the other things like all the lads and that, it was like frequency CDs, um, sort of. I'm trying to think what else there was. Wigan P CD2, track 33. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's sort of what Wigan P CDs, but the MC thing was really big at the beginning, like, for, for us when we were in school, that's what it was, um, and that's how I sort of remember it, so was it similar for you? Yeah, it when... was, mate. Um, yeah, everything was on mobile phones, so obviously, as you know, I was in Dirty Donkers, um, mm. so it was mainly Burgos and Jams, Spear. Yeah. Um Everyone loved Berg. It was everyone's ringtones. Sending it around yeah. school, in class, infrared. Put your phone on top of each other, sending it for hours. <laughs> I know. Um, what I remember, f- sort of, my first thing of you was... I, I I can't remember the first time I met you, like, to be honest. Um, I think the first time we met was in Pure. No, I met you before then, mate. I met you before yeah. Pure was Pure, yeah. I met you... Could have been, maybe... Could have been a Gallagher's night. Or Gallagher's, yeah. maybe yeah. 2000 and... Nine or ten. Bloody that was like no, it must be two thousand ten. So I wasn't in two thousand. That makes me feel old. I know. No, but like yeah, like uh, it was. I think it was. Was it Gregor's nights? Did you do Gregor's? Yeah, nights? I done yeah. a few Gregor's. Yeah, he right. Done, yeah, he done that all day event, didn't he? Was it? All? No, it was a night time. The one I'm thinking of, anyways. It was. It, I met you at the. It was a nighttime event. If I'm sure, I can't remember. Um, so when I first heard you, it was because I think you you did a couple of things locally, like. If I remember rightly, you'd obviously... I think you were in Dutty Donkers 
four was that your first yeah, one yeah right and then i remember you were you done did you do addiction in that you did didn't yeah, you? yeah i done addiction with um, um johnny donnett and whatnot um, um then i done maximize with hoodie yeah you um nick, nick graham who sadly passed away now yeah um and that that's my sort of first thing of you my first thing of you is i remember someone had on the phone um it was it was you you obviously MC Liberty, and it was um, either I can't remember the, the, the two tunes. It was either the is it DJ Ter? Is it, I can't remember what his name was. It was uh, Game Over. He Game did, Over, yeah. And you were MC into like fucking one sixty. <laughs> um, that was my first sort of thing when I heard you, and I'm I'm sure that was like with like Coidy and King Ian. That was yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So um, and then yeah, there was quite a few of him recordings. Yeah. About. Um, and that's how I sort of heard you. I didn't know you were a DJ. I didn't even like until till later on. Well, basically, when I first started, um, it was from going to a beef for Man United at Whitehaven in Civic Hall. What, and you've gone on to get to know um, them? It was a New Monkey special night, and there was an open mic MC comp on. Yeah. Um, so I, I thought, fuck it, I'll give it a go. <laughs> Went up and won it. Oh, I mental. Got back, I got to go back to back with Ace and Tazzo and Nemesis Seth. Oh, God. And... Um, yeah, it just went from there, really. Um, obviously, just mixing in houses, making CDs. Um, so how old are you at this point? Like, so 16. 16? Yeah. So 16 is a sort of the... When I got my first decks and yeah. started it out. When was when was the the um, addiction um, maximised stuff? Is that sort of 16, 17, 18? Um, that was college days. Oh, was it? No, uh, it, it was quite a bit on Right. Because um, obviously I met Cardi in college. Right. And it just went from there. So go on then. You've 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 came back from Ibiza Mania. What was next after that? Um, right, so I started Ibiza Mania. Um, got into my MC and... So you were predominantly an MC first. You weren't, yeah, you weren't a DJ, yeah. right? Okay, oh. Yeah, then, oh, then I um, started... Well, I've been best mates with Jams for ages now. So mm. Jams taught me how to mix. He's a, he's a wizard on the turntables. Not uh, a lot of people seeing him mix on vinyl, but... I've got a lot of respect for Jamzy, he's a uh, good DJ. Honestly, I can't remember the last time I've seen him, to be honest. Um, I see him around at work and that, but, like, I can't remember. He's lost interest, to be honest, now. Yeah. He, he just MCs. Just I, I haven't seen him DJing at all. Like, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen him DJ, to be honest. Well, when we put nights on, like, in soup and whatnot, he, he always jumps on warm-up and yeah. no, knocks out good st- sets. His knowledge is second to none. Uh. Um I know he was a big. He got big into like the sort of house stuff and that, didn't yeah. he? Back in the day, and yeah, like, he, still, he still loves that. To be honest, um, I think everyone do. They just jump in, in between that and they're like yeah. sheep. Right, it's unreal. <laughs> so go on then. Where, what, what happened after that then? Um, right after that, Dance Factory Nights Infusion for Dobby. Right, right. Oh, we touched on them in the Marco episode. Um, so that's where you must have been on them nights I, I, honestly I don't I can't remember yeah. ever meeting you but you must have been on them nights now I, I was started going to the under 18s before so they did like a they would do they would put a couple of the DJs who was on the line up on um, on before off beforehand on the under 18s we'd go there sort of go and then the main event would be the dance right after, after that, yeah. right after it yeah yeah. Um, yeah so I think there was a DJ comp on one of them under 18s nights and um yeah, I went in it. Basically, I fucked up. Mm. <laughs> I couldn't mix for shit. The, ner- the nerves got me. So who was on uh, this with you? It was like sort um, of... I'm trying to gauge a time Yeah, so. it was basically Millsy and Andy, and I think Marco could have been there, to be honest. Um, but they just done the under-18s with the likes of um, Jams and Berg MC. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I fucked up my set, and Andy just said, was, why don't you just MC? So I emceed and it went went down well. Yeah. But then from that, I thought, right, I need to step my game up. So I went on, mixed, 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 made everything perfect. What are you mixing at this point? Is it bounce? It was Machina. Oh, then. Machina, right, yeah. all right, yeah. Yeah, I started off on Machina. Right, so what type type of tunes were you playing? Are you, are we, was it like solidly Machina? Were you doing like German um, trance? or uh, mon- Monkey classics. All oh, right, okay. Like yeah. Monster sound and... Sort of what everyone would, would be into, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. Right. Um, so then, from from there, you, you you're learning and learning. But at this time, are you still emceeing with on these CDs, or is this is it all just sort of progressing together? Um, pro- progressing together, mate. Right. So I, I was making mixes myself at home, and probably just emceeing over them. Yeah. But then I got I got into the love of DJing and quit my emceeing. Then yeah, um, I was on every dance factory night. 
and I become a resident of Fusion. So what sort of year is this? Yeah, about 2010, when 2010. I was 18, 19. Ah, uh, so, yeah. right. Oh, so, were you not, I'm sure, were you not, did you not do level two before that? Were you, were you not doing... No, I, I didn't do anything in level two. All oh, right. I didn't open vibe. I did once Fusion shut down. Right. And so, then it went all over to level two. Right, right. Because it? it was a uh, Hogs and Effers then, Hogs wasn't and it? Effers, yeah. Right, yeah, go on. Um, that was just upstairs. So, yeah, I started doing residence slots in there too. So you were playing for, for who at this point? What was the Um brand? It was still Dobby. Oh, was it? Uh, it was still Dobby. So what, was, what were the events called then? There was still Dance Factory. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, but, right. um, he, he was doing, doing like, it was like m- monthly posters. So on one month he had Antidote, he had Rome and everyone up. Yeah. That was a good night. That was messy. I'm sure, Rome, if you're listening, you'll remember <laughs> our party in the rooms. Uh, um, yeah, then it just went from there, to be honest. I can't remember the Dance Factory flyers. Obviously, you go into, like, Chattanooga's, like, pizza shops and whatnot, and you go in and then it'd be, like, May, they've got, like, say, Antidote, and then, like, like June, they'd have, like, Blackout Crew. Yeah. And it'd, be, it'd be sort of, like, four events on one yeah, flyer. Yeah, was, and, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, that's how I first started, like, because obviously everyone had it at school. Then from there, be like, well, you want to get into it, and then you. So you're looking at flyers for the next under eighteen. So you go into like the the the, the pizza shop or something. And you look at the flyer. Oh, it's just an over eighteen event. Fuck it, right? Whatever. So then, obviously, like blackout crew, and that came up, and we got to go to the under 18s then. So yeah, yeah, uh, they would do both. So you weren't missing out. So the under 18s would get to see blackout crew, and yeah, over 18s did too. So you were saying about the messy nights and that. What what was what was the crack with that? Oh, I've got to be careful what I say here. <laughs> no, they just they just come up and as you do, you just go partying with them and yeah, yeah. I so don't, well, I, I don't really want to say much. Oh, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's um. So what what I'm saying is though, were you were they coming up and because nowadays if. If there's DJs and that on, they'll come up, do the set, then go back home. Were they were they getting hotels and staying over and just yeah. getting messy themselves? Um, right. Some of them would, yeah, and some of them would just just go yeah. back. Like likes of blackout crew, they would just come get the wage and go. Yeah. Speaking of like like Dobby and putting his events and that on, if you look back now, some of them events, if you put these lineups on today, they'll be like legendary. Like if you think about it, like yeah. they had head hornies, um, oh, um, QFX, like headline and people like that. And then to have like a solid like support and lineup as well. Do you know what I mean? And if you see if you've seen that lineup now, it'd probably pack out a club. It like would. it's just the way it is. Maybe I know like you're selling that you were on the up. You weren't you weren't sort of like you weren't the well known name. But what I'm saying is there's like other people on the lineup now who if you put that on it'd be like a solid sort of structure. Yeah, it'd be yeah. a solid like there's no there'd be no like um fat on, on, on the lineup, do you know what I mean? You've mm. sort of sort of solid sort of lineup. Um, so from there, 2010, what you what you doing? Um, so yeah, I've done the dance factory, then they stopped. Then obviously I become a resident in Fusion. Right. Um, with Andy Millsy, Marco, just every Saturday night. Uh, so, so is it busy at this point? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it was busy every weekend. Uh, um, so what are you playing? Are you playing a mixture of everything? Is yeah, it, classics. Is it? It's mainly right. just classics. Right, classics. Because that's, that's, that's why I love classics so much. Uh, well, when I was speaking to to Marco, obviously when he was on, it's it it's be playing. He played it a bit earlier, didn't he? So it was like he'd play sort of the house stuff, and then he'd move on to to play sort of clubland, yeah, well, and then they split it up in nights. So like Thursday was R and B and pop. Yeah. Then Friday, I think that was like one pound Fridays. Every drink was a pound. I remember some of them daft deals you used oh, to do on there. Pints of Skittles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then 2011, it must have shut down by then. What happened on sort of them um, dying I can't, days? I can't remember what... Yeah, it shut down. But yeah, it eventually died off. Um, there was a guy called Dave Coates. I don't know if you remember yeah. him. He used to DJ Infusion. Um, he really liked me as a DJ. And he brought me up to Barrow after that. Um, yeah. There was actually a ship at Barrow, which was uh-huh. a nightclub. I can remember. Um, yeah. yeah, so I was resident on there for quite a while. We, we had some good nights on there. Is this Bounce music as well, is it? Yeah, that was Bounce. I think his nights were called Bounce Nation. All right. Um, he got some big names on it. He had Blackout on it. Um, the likes of Finchie, yeah. John Neal, Jamie Agar. You, you never heard of him anymore. Yeah, Jamie quality. Oh, um, unbelievable. I, I think I've only met him maybe once or twice, but like 
is you listen back to his CDs and that some of his stuff was a, a, like ahead of its time. Like back then, I'm not sure what he's doing now, to be honest. But yeah, you know. I, I'm sure. Did Finch not book him on, on his Fruitancy night? Possibly. Yeah. Is that yeah. the reunion? Is that the one? The truth. It could have been doing, yeah. reunion or that one of his nights beforehand. But I'm sure I've seen him on a lineup. Maybe worth getting him back up here, you know. Yeah. True. How do you get in touch with him more? <laughs> Jamie, if you're listening, <laughs> give us a message. Mm. Um, yeah, so from there was the boat. Um, I was actually on a frequency night on the boat and I was on after John Neal. Then there's a mix what everyone knows me by, um, JDS Zombie, into Watch Me Work It, I'm Perfect. Yes, I know that one. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, I think. Um, where did I hear that? I heard it... It's still on YouTube now. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Right, so uh, it's on the the build-up, isn't it, when it's coming in uh, and it's it's playing the, the zombie riff and you drop in the... Woo! Yeah, <laughs> and the... Um, like, is it That's All Folks or something like that? On the, do you know when it just cuts and it's got the, the yeah, Looney Tunes in? Yeah, it me work it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got like... Um, it's is it uh, it's quality tune that actually yeah it is I think it's Pidgeou Poppy isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. quality um, so is what is this style you're playing at, at that, that, was that a, time that so was the style like... I was playing so obviously I love my Spanish mm. um, I've always mixed tunes in um, every drop possible as you yeah. know um, yeah. yeah so from there um, I was on after John Neil and I done that mix and I'm certain John Neil and Finch had just looked over and I'm like who the fuck's that yeah then. At the time, there was website forums. Yeah. Time to come alive. Yeah. Um, and Finchy actually put a post on saying we just finished a set of Barrow, and there was this lad called DJ Liberty. Um, is there any more info about him? And from mm. there, but I, I, I stepped back and looked at it because like I didn't expect it one be. Yeah. And I was like, this is where I've got potential to go places now. Uh, so yeah. that's, that's when I did push myself. So people were, were starting to notice what you were doing in Anadex. Yeah. Right. So what 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 happened next? Deviation competition for uh, Farrell. So what's this, 2011, would it be? Could have been 2011, 2012. Right. And uh, who's on the lineup with you there? I'm sure it's, it was a decent lineup, that wasn't it? Yeah, there was. There was the likes of Gary Kerr. Um, I think Rico was on. Uh, I can't remember who was up. Adam C was on, wasn't he? Adam C was Quality on. Quality yeah. DJ. Oh, he's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Definitely get him on nights if he was if he was willing to like. Oh, yeah. If he was willing. I like to, his style. He's unbelievable. Um, who he, was the MCs that were on? Um, a guy called Turner. Don't know him. I'm sure Sammy. Who's done I can remember Sammy. Was it Medicine? Did he used to do? Yeah, he's ah, done yeah. a few bits with Finchy, hasn't he? Right. Um, I think Wilco was maybe on. Right. Um, there was quite a few. Berg was on. Yeah. And the final was in Warrington at Club Halo. Oh, super club that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing club that. What, what was that like? Yeah, it was excellent. Basically, it, it was set out a little bit like Fusion. So you had your um, DJ booth in the middle. Yeah. And there was like... It's like Theatre Royale, like a, a, booth, uh, a booth mean, just yeah, in the corner, and uh, MCs would stand on his booth, and it, it was really effective. Not like that anymore, is it? No, no, it was good. Then there was a back room, uh, obviously, we, we played, and yeah, it was decent. I enjoyed it. Mm. I, I couldn't run her up. I think I think Gary won it, to be honest. Right. Um, yeah, so, I, at this point, you, you start to like network, get to know people, and who's who and whatnot. I know you probably did that when you were like with the Dance Factory and that. But now you're sort of out of Cumbria at this point, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, right. So, so after, after that, you become more regular on Sanctuary. After that, you? yeah. Um, I think um, Andy realised like what potential myself and Gary had. Mm. So he was booking me and Gary quite a lot. Then, um, yeah, I got my first booking um, in Syndicate. And I'm sure... When the line had come out, I was back to back with Zuni. I was like, "Fucking hell!" Zuni's quality, by the way. Yeah, he is. I think he was the second guest I ever booked for an event, and I was like, "Cause I, w- I always listen to his CDs, and he always played it a bit different. Do you know what I mean? Like, he, yeah, he, he, he always classics, comes out, yeah. But he can play like if he needs to go a little bit harder to like if the crowd if the crowd are one and that a little bit harder, he'll like he'll he'll pull out a few Spanish bits yeah. and that, and you're just like, "Fucking hell!" There's always that that thing with Zuni um, when he's on. You'll always play a track and you're like, fucking hell, I forgot about that tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. 
So you were back to back with Zuni. Yeah. Um, at Syndicate, what was that like? Yeah, it was amazing. Um, DJ booth there. You, you won't get a better booth. Spaceship, isn't it? Oh, mate. So what, what type, type of stuff were you playing on this night? Were you going Spanish? Or? Yeah, I, I, right. was, I went in. Oh, did you? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, but it, it went down really well. Then I got booked again. I was back to back with Cheese on the next one. Then, yeah, it just went from there, to be honest. Um, up and down the country playing for Sank. Then, what was after that? I think after that. Bounce sort of took a bit of a fucking nosedive, didn't it, yeah, around about this time? It, it so did. Then, I think I stopped for a little bit. Um, then, obviously, I come back like I always do. Yeah, I think everyone does. Everyone says, like, oh, I'm jacking or whatnot. I like, oh, you'll see a proper, like, daft retirement status on Facebook or something. And it, you just, like, give it a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Like, because it, it's, for me, like, I'll, I'll, if I talk to people in the street and that, and, we're, we're, and they sort of know about bounce and stuff and we're, we're having a crack, it's like, I'll say, oh, I don't know if I, how much longer I can sort of do it with, like, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was playing for for Sankey in Blackpool, and I was on like six till seven um, in the morning. Shift. Yeah, graveyard shift. <laughs> so like that wrote off my Sunday, and I was thinking, how long do I want to do this for? But then you, if you you can't back out of it because you've just got that itch constantly to go yeah. back and and do more. And like, yeah, on the Sunday I felt a bit shit in that, like like um, coming home and sleeping sort of half the day. But it's like it's an itch that you won't scratch if you if you don't stop it. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, it does, mate. Yeah. So yeah, I, 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 I I've done many graveyard yeah, shifts. Yeah. Best but way you, to do is have a sleep before and that's, but, that's but, right. But even still, when you have that yeah. sleep and you, and you get up and do your set, you, you're still knackered after it. Yeah. So at this point, have you put any events on yourself? Um, no. Right. Um, obviously, I've, I have my kids. Yeah. And that's when I had a little break. Um, and yeah, work it and died off. So I, yeah. it got to that stage where I was like, I need to bring bounce back. If I yeah. put a bounce event on now, yeah, it's gonna kick off. So what what year are we talking? Here, you know, uh, right, because I remember sort of two thousand and twelve. Yeah, probably two thousand twelve. I think there was only one decent event that year in this area. And if I remember rightly, it was it, it was I think it was Chris Dynamite's night. We'd, yeah, it was a Machina night, Turbo D, sort of. Um, I think Techno Two was on it. Yeah, yeah. So it was a sort of that was that was the only sort of thing that was was lingering. Um, yeah. So sort of. It, it, 2012. It's sort. Of, as I said, no one was interested. I tell you something. In 2012, every company wanted to be a cool kid. Like it was all all yeah, these Jack and Alice and like fidget changed, and all yeah. that came along. Sunrise and whatnot. Yeah. Um, you that. can't knock it because obviously it's what everyone everyone wants to do. But it, it sort of that took all of the bounce crowd away. Um, I remember people like in the Oak and that remember the Royal Oak and it was like Yeah, Dreamland the, nights. Yeah, there was um but there was a lot of house on at the time. Yeah, um, me, me Berg and Jams put a house night on. Um oh, who did we have on the lineup? Yeah, yeah, Yannis and that, didn't you? Yannis and Myers. Yeah, I line. thought so. Yeah. I can remember that. Um, yeah, they'd done a three day set it was unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> but that's the thing, like it sort of it took a like it took like Yannis G, it took a lot of the lads away from bounce at that time. Um even um, a lot of like the frequency lads went to do house and sort of that they, they sort of stuck to that and doing that. But um, with with regards to round here, there was there was sort of nothing for for a while. No, um, no, it was real quiet because all pubs were shutting. Yeah, there was, uh, but we didn't even really have a club. There wasn't a, a club as such, no, do you know. No, so there was nothing. Um, so twenty thirteen, I think. Let me think. Uh, there was nothing really 2013 either. I think, was that not when Elliot's reopened and Mark got in there and he'd done some fusion reunions? And yeah, was, yeah. Um, so. He brought Tidy Boys up, didn't he? I did my. Yeah, this is a fucking belt of story, this, mate. I'm going to keep it short and sweet, right? <laughs> I, I did my first base mental event in Elliot's. Um, it was December 2012. Um, obviously, starting out, it was if you and honestly, the lineup, the lineup was pretty decent for a local lineup. Like, I can't remember who, like who did I have on? I had uh, Tom Harewood on. I had um, Tom's doing well now, down yeah. here. He's in the house. Yeah, uh, good producer, decent producer. He's doing it with um, Mac. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they used to do a bit of bounce. I'm sure. Yeah, they did. Uh, I thought, they did, thought so. Yeah. J Max made some absolute quality tracks. Um, and then who else did I have on? I had uh, I had jams on. I had um, 
Did you not have a Yucky on? Yucky on as well, yeah. Um, and I had hardcore explosion in the in the back room, like Beachy and all them lot. Um, and mate, we got about twenty people in. It was fucking shit. Like obviously, it was it was on its ass at the time. Um, it was just totally yeah. rubbish. It, 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 everywhere was dead though. We'd come out, we're like looking around town to go on flyers and that out, and it was fucking dead, like completely. And it's like, as I say, it's disheartening when you put a shit event on, but it can't yeah. be helped, can it? Yes. It's hit and miss in marketing, to be honest. You, you, you can't pick good days. Um, yeah. And you, then, you can now, because you, you know, obviously, I, when everyone goes out now, it's either a Friday or a Sunday. Uh, I was talking to um, to Mark, Mark off camera, um, of pod, uh, after his session, we were saying that all the young kids you see out now, um, sort of 18, 19, 20, 21, they're all people who's had kids from like fusion in like 2002 2003 <laughs> and the only reason they're loving it so much is because they've grew up on like the group on bounce music or clubland music whatever you want yeah. to call it and now they're all right up for it when you go when you like you say when you put your own events on yourself that they're putting an event you put an event on and you get loads of young ones in who you're like most of the songs came out before they were born do you know what i mean it's, it's fucking madness and it's like Zone was on about two weeks ago and loads of people I know from around here went. Yeah, quite a lot of people went. And it was, but the things was, like the people who it was, it was like my my brother who's only like 20 or 21 maybe. Yeah, and they don't have the knowledge behind it. Yeah, like, but like that's the thing, they're going to these nights because obviously their mums and dads were massive on the fucking yeah. Zone train, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I can remember the first ever Zone infusion. That was my first night out. Uh, um, I was only 16. What year is this? Sort of. 2004. Oh, it could have been, yeah. Was this a, a zone night on its own or zone versus dance No, it was just so. zone at oh. Fusion. Right. Oh. Um, I'm sure I've still got the DVD somewhere, to be honest. And right. honestly, the queue, it was from Fusion, right up the hill, right over the car park. Yeah. And it was past Marks and Spencers, like in the main town. Unreal. It was amazing. Zone's got a massive name around here. Like everyone who's sort of forty plus, like even people I talk to at work and that, it's like you talk to them and it's just like oh zone tunes. They don't know it as Italian or piano house or out like that. It's just yeah. zone tunes, isn't it? That's what it is. Yeah. Like it's, it's it's a genre within itself. Um, yeah. So back on it. You did a bit of hard house for a while as well, didn't you? I did. Um, I started knocking about with um, my baby's godfather, Borg. I'm sure Mark talked about mm. Borg on the podcast. Yeah. And he got me right into Hard House. Um, he introduced us to Robbie Muir. Yeah. Um, he's actually living in Australia now. I've done, done a few tracks with Robbie. Um, yeah, and just going to Tidy Weekenders. And yeah. I, so this was sort of, was this a, the sort of downtime for the bounce thing? Wasn't yeah, it was. That? Yeah, I yeah. fell out with bounce and I got right into my Hard House. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I do love a bit of hard house. Like, don't get me wrong, I've done a lot of hard house tracks myself, but uh, I think bounce is sort of what you, you. I like the funky hard house, digital mm. mafia stuff. Um, Ross Thompson uh, quality, isn't it? It's got a proper groove to oh, it. Oh mate, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then, so I got it in my hard house. Done a few dreamland nights for Mark. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just went from there. It just it just splits. Like, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. There's, there, there is there is things and trends. Because I can remember when you started coming back to Bounce, I think you, you sent me a mix online on like on Messenger or something like that. I listened to it and you could tell that you were you were playing sort of Bounce into Hard House type yeah, stuff. Yeah, I started yeah. blending them both into one. Yeah. I mean, I noticed after that, a lot of people copied us. Yeah. Um, but uh, if I remember rightly, I'm, you were playing a bit of like Digital Mafia type stuff, but then you'd you'd bring in a sort of bounce tune on top of that and then you'd go back into like it was just it wasn't just a hard house into bounce it was just like say one hard house tune one bounce tune and then back into hard house and it was a sort of style that was sort of developing yeah. and a lot a lot of people did jump on that style yeah well that's what I wanted to do because obviously anyone can mix in this day and age mm. um, but knowing your tunes knowing how to set a mix out yeah um, it's totally different yeah um, you've got to keep it fresh as well like there is them DJs who are I don't want to say I don't sound negative or like that but like they're um, they're like fan favourites within within the scene but they're playing the same sort of 20 to 40 tracks within yeah. the sets and it's just get, like get paid on a Friday go and excel digital buy the tracks and make yeah. a mix out of it yeah but it's always like rehashes of the same tune like Paradise See the Light or 
um, like um, ultra beats. Um, you, good, yeah. yeah, like it's it's all it's all the sort of same thing. Well, but that, that's why I don't. I'd, I've recently done a DJ comp for sectioned. I wanted a classics DJ. Yeah. But when I put it out there, I says, "Listen, I want classics, like proper classics." To me, class, classics and Wigan Pier tunes. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's pre like it's donk, isn't it? Like yeah. that's, it is. It's like what donk evolved from. So it's like it's like a mixture of like hard house trance. It's like that. It's it's got that offbeat, but it's yeah, it, yeah. That's that's the same sort of thing as me. When yeah. I when I think classics, that's what I think of. When you see nowadays and someone puts out a classics mix and it's all just Alex Carey mixes, exactly. it's a bit disheartening. Yeah, I'm like fucking hell, man. It's disheartening. Um, I, I tell you who's, who puts out some good classics mixes. Um, Poom Styles does Poom Styles. is unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, I got booked for Icon in Newcastle, and Poom Styles was on before us. And me and Lee just looked at each other and were like, fuck me, he's amazing. Like, Do you know what I found really good about him? He's, he's a decent lad, isn't that? Like, absolutely great lad. But what, what I found about him when he's playing is his ability to read a crowd. Like, he, he knows what. There isn't many DJs that's got that like that um that that foresight of like um you could play a tune and it would go down well, but he knew what tune needed to, to be played at that moment. To bring that um, Yeah, to, to bring it back back up. And like sometimes i I've seen him play and he play out a, a tune where it's sort of it it brings it down a bit. But it's only to bring it back up again straight away. It's it's quite. He's a good. Yeah, he's a good clever, mind. I think he's yeah, got a, He's clever. got a really good mind for it. He's got a good ear for music as well. Yeah. But um. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's real, real good. I'll send this to him, mate, just because you know he'll he'll know he'll love that. You should get him on to be honest, because I say that's I'd say that he's got some good stories. I've already talked to him about it. He's yeah. coming on at some point. Yeah, good. Um. So you sort of 2013, 2014. Now what yeah, what are you doing? So split from the Isle House, went back into bounce. I think that's when I got in with Kenty, and Kenty was building us for XL. How did you find it coming back? Did was it hard to get your foot in the door again, or was it? What, how did not what really? Was it? Because obviously at that point, quite a lot of people knew my name from Century and whatnot. Like I'm, I'm not blowing me on trumpet, but yeah. was it? Was it? What were you? At this, so you still did a bit though, aren't you? At this, yeah, point, uh, I was. So. And obviously, when I went to Hard House, I changed my name to Chris Pears. Right, no worries. Um, so then that's how it sort of evolved from there. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, because obviously. People don't have daft names in that house. <laughs> it's it's yeah. all the natural yeah. names. Where did the Liberty name come from? Uh, here we go. Um, an art project in school. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, basically, we were drawn New York. Uh, and I was doing Statue of Liberty, you know. I was like, hey, that's good. Wow. So is this when you were like trying to like, when you're trying to get the MC and thing off, and it's like, what do I do? What, what, yeah, what, what should I call myself? Should I call myself Chrissy P? Uh, <laughs> I yeah, know what you mean. But yeah, liberty right. just stick. Mm. I'm sure some people will be like buzzing to know where that come from. You yeah, know? well, a lot of people still shout it out when I'm in sets and that, like cover and Archie always take the piece. And yeah, DJ liberty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's what you can't shake off, is it? Because obviously you push that for a while, and it's like yeah, when you try, you try to be more serious and use your actual name, people are going to remember <laughs> it. Do you know what I mean? I'm just glad I didn't keep my uh, fucking DJ name for when I started out. I was DJ Millie B. Millie B. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. Aye, there's some good names out there to be honest. Yeah. But um so you so it's like sort of two thousand and fourteen and you're playing for Kenty. So yeah. what was the first event you were booked for? Um, I think it was Summer Special, part one. Summer special. In, in oh, the, that, um, a beef bar. Was that the big that was a fucking big lineup that wasn't it? Yeah, was I think that, that like... was with Nicky B and Chuchi. Right. Part one, back to back. Was that, oh, I thought the first one was was it not with like double penetration, Gary Select. He put on like a fucking like an expensive line up. It, it could have it, it been, been, to be honest. Um, yeah. yeah. Right, so you're playing a beef bar, so, you, so you're back in sort of the, the Wigan sort of yeah. thing. Are you are you still playing the hard house bits? Well, I was on after Luke Woodson. Uh, Luke Woodson done a brilliant hard, hard bass set as he does. Yeah. Um, and I went down with Key Clark. I was like, how am I going to top that? Like halfway through mm. it, because like, it was absolutely banging. Um and Key says, just do what you do, just go in. Mm. So, Do we not book before that, you know? Because I'm sure I met you in... Well, not met you, I, forget, I sort of seen you. Were you, with, were you with Connor and um, Thing in... Yeah, Jack uh, Dunn. 
Oh, mate, that's a story as well, Kimberly. Yeah, I have got a story actually for that. <laughs> uh, no, well, when um, I, here we go. Uh, was this, so it was Boxing Day 2013. I'd went out with my missus uh, shopping, <laughs> shopping in Manchester. I was going to say this story. Uh, but, uh, and I went out with my missus shopping in Manchester, and and I seen that the event was on. I sort of forgot about. I, I don't really go to Boxing Days. I'm more of a New Year's Eve, but um, and my missus said like, "Oh, should we get a hotel and that stay over?" I was like, nah, not really. I says, I'll tell you something, I'll pop my head into this event in fucking, in Wigan. So I drove to Wigan and she fucking sat in the car and waited for us while I went in thing and I walked in and then uh, you, I think you were with Connor and Jack at the time yeah, and they were having right, a crack yeah. and that. And I was like, and you're like, who come down here with us? I'm missus in the car waiting. So, and then you sort of fucking took the piss and whatnot. Yeah, your missus was a sleeping car. Uh, she was, uh, it was fucking, because it was late on as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was like it fucking, was late on, yeah. Because uh, I know we, we'd went for food and that, and it was sort of like it was definitely past midnight. And she just went to sleep in the car and just said, "Can't enjoy yourself." So I was like, "Ah, fair enough." Yeah, that was a brilliant moment. <laughs> but yeah, beforehand in that, um, Jack and Connor messaged us saying, uh, "Where you at?" I was like, "I'm on motorway. I'm on my way down. I won't be long." Mm. Next minute, I got a WhatsApp off them. They only um, checked in in my name and went in my bedroom and rearranged it all and put toilet roll everywhere. Oh, fuck <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, that was a good day. Real good day. I think them pure, them early on pure nights were a bit renowned, aren't they? Like we'd with a lot of people. People like they they would call them there because it wasn't as busy as it is now. But people were dafter. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like a lot of people were a bit more wilder. Yeah, Every, everyone was out at that time. Um, but but the likes of now, everyone's with children, so yeah, they're trying to work it round. Everyone. What it is. Mm. Um, so. So, yeah, from Excel, um, I think after that, I got back with Andy again and we arranged Sangfest. So this was 2018? Yes. Right, yeah, 2018. Um, so, can I tell us a little bit about that? Where did that come from? Um, um, backstory about it. Yeah, I think it was my idea, to be honest. Um, it was when we started putting events back on in work and... And we seen everyone was up for it. The nights were um, getting packed out. So um, Sank was in thirty two at this point, wasn't it? This was yeah. sort of pre soup. Yeah. Pre Sank, we, I put a few sections on in thirty two. Then yeah. I done a biggie um, civic hall and soup at the same day, but yeah. I lost quite a money, bit of money on that. Um, yeah. I so, played up and said enough for that one. Yeah, you did. Um, civic hall was dead, but yeah. but soup was absolutely rammed. Yeah. It was that ram that one point I was on the door taking the money in and people were just coming throwing notes at us just to get in. <laughs> I had to phone my mum to come down <laughs> and collect the money off Mom, us. Mum, come down! Well, actually, no, because Section come before, didn't it? Because I played your first night of Sectioned. Yeah, you, that, that was, was in your... level two, weren't it? Yeah, but that it was Bart at the time, wasn't yeah, it? Bart. Yeah, Bart. Um, yeah, I remember that. That was, that was sort of... I can't of remember what year I started Section, to be honest. Um, I can't remember. Um, if I'm not mistaken, 2017, maybe? Yeah, it was round about then, yeah. Right, so so you so you seen that the nights were doing well and whatnot. Yeah. So where did you go from there? So we pushed it and had a had a crack with Andy. Andy was like, "You've anti teaming up in marketing," and I was like, "Yeah, might as well." Um, so we done a few section versus Santorin thirty two. They went mm. down well. Then um, summer come and we were like, "We need to go bigger." Right. So, what was the initial plan? Was it was it you were, you were putting it on and you were getting a couple of like was it just going to be one stage or what was the what was the thing behind? Yeah. It? Um, well, we we had to look at some spots because I think Johnny was doing that jungle boogie up at Clifton. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we see him at. That's behind the petrol station. That one isn't. Yeah. It? It yeah, is, yeah. 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 That's that, that's a smart place. Like, but it's just yeah. getting in there because it's someone's land. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So from there, me and Andy were like, right, where else can we do it? And I was like, it's town ground, but I'm not quite sure. So I done a few phone calls and they agreed on it. Um, so, yeah. It was a good day, that mind. Oh, it was the best day ever. You, uh, could, you couldn't... Uh, you couldn't some, like, some was like, out, there was like, no, like, no rain out like that. You, it was like literally being at a festival abroad. Like yeah. it, I know it sounds daft and that, but like... Proper good vibes when you went in. I think it helped as well because it was suit and carnival. So yeah. obviously suit and carnival finished at two o'clock. Yeah. And the weather was great, so everyone just piled in from there. Right. Um, yeah, but um, the tents-wise and whatnot, yeah, we 
we had the main stage, so obviously we wanted to keep the main stage to what we play, which is Scouse House, Classics, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, but I said to Andy, there's a, a big push for Machina still. And he was like, right, we'll do another tent then and we'll get Monton involved. Right. So we got a few Monton heads in and yeah. Um, it, was, it, I mean, it all worked well. There was an old school stage in that as well, wasn't there? Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that was inside. Um, kind of, that was in the bar, wasn't it? Yeah, so, cause I, remember, I remember walking in and I'm sure I walked in, I was like, oh my God, why is not people more people watching this set here? Because I went in and there was um, DJ Tatyon and... Um, Frenzy was on the mic and it was like yeah proper old school. yeah proper old school set like and I was just like oh my god this is class so I stood in there and watched it with maybe about like I don't know like thirty odd people it should have been rammed the room but yeah. like it's because the sun was yeah out. it's because the sun was out and yeah. everyone everyone was outside because that first one was like really busy wasn't it oh it's the be- best event I've ever put on in my life uh, uh, it's probably best best and most men- memorable set of my life do you reckon I was going to ask you that yeah well I'm saying you put that but obviously because of all the hard work me and Andy put into it, mm. um, just doing that last set to like all my crowding work it and yeah, and like I was like we built this. Out, yeah it's outdoors it's, it's a moment isn't it as well it's like I know it, it's it can sound cheesy and a bit like cliche and that but like I remember being out there um, and seeing who was it on was it Ultra Beat maybe no um, uh, yeah must, must mean I think Ultra Beat was on yeah and. Um, the sun was starting to go down and it was like proper it just felt good it's like you can't describe an atmosphere it sounds cheesy as hell but it was just like well, well the sun's right next to yeah, us yeah right, so right got, moment got, isn't it yeah we've got the sunset and everything yeah so it just it just felt right I think that was it was a really good night that yeah I played the after party in soup yeah, did, and yeah. that was fucking that was it terrifying was, mate I'm not joking it was ram weren't it it was terrifying <laughs> because everybody who went to the festival went to, to soup afterwards yeah. and if you've got like I can't. I don't know the numbers or anything, who, how many were there, but this full festival crammed into the club, yes. and every drop I was playing, they were jumping up and down on the on the, on the dance floor, and the floors and the roofs were shaking. If, you could, if you the could police come in, yeah. that, that spot would have been shut down. Yeah. Quality night, though. Quality yeah. night. I remember I started off with like a bootleg of um, my bootleg of um, Wonderwall. So as soon as because the dance floor got full straight away before I went on, there was no music on when I went in. Um, and but the, the, it was rammed. Everyone was like there was, the full bar. There was like people all all around the bar. And you went on the dance floor. And everyone was having a crack with each other and whatnot. And I fired the first tune up, and it was they all started singing Wonderwall. Everyone's wrecked at this point. I know it's only like ten o'clock at night. Yeah, but, but been on the drink yeah, everyone's been on the drink all day. Yeah. So and then as soon as it kicked in, the floor like I was I was scared because like it's an old building, but you could see that it was shaking the oh, walls. I, yeah. It was like it was weird. It was fucking mental. But well, yeah, I, I spoke to Johnny about that. Because um, the dance floor is meant to have a spring in it. Oh, That's right. why they bounce. But there was some points yeah, where yeah. I thought that floor was coming in. Yeah, that was like a, it was like sardine can though, wasn't it? Like there was so many people in there. It was it was unreal. Yeah. Um. Uh. What, what was I going to say? Um. So obviously you put that on. It's been a success. What did you do from there? Booked a holiday, mate. <laughs> yeah, booked a holiday. Yeah. Booked a holiday off. Yeah. Uh, it's the right, right thing. Yeah. Once you've, once you've had all the stresses of putting the event on, like I've run club events, it is stressful. But like on a, on, on a festival sort of outdoor level, it must be something else, yeah. do you know what I mean? Because you've got your security, your stages and everything like oh, that to pay for. It was a pain in the ass yeah. all the day. Police come down, we have to do wind checks and everything. Like the little, the little bits what you don't know about is the hardest the scenes, part, yeah. was the hardest part, yeah. So, um, I think... Yeah, after that... I think, I'll be honest with you, I've sort of went too far here, but I think the year before, and, like, don't mind me saying this, because, like, it's it's said in sort of retrospect or something yeah, like that, yeah, but fucking, I, I couldn't stand you the year before. Like, and, and I'm, <laughs> I'm sure the feeling was mutual. I remember, this is a little good little story, but, like, fucking, I'd, I'd put a base mental event on, and um, I, um, I can't remember, I booked, I booked Cover... Scott Brown, um, it was it was like a, a good, decent lineup, and I thought, oh, this would be fucking round. This I like, get in there, getting all excited and that about it. And then the I think the day after I put it out, I was getting messages on Facebook it's like, hey, you never guess what fucking pairs he's done. Eh? I'm like, oh. what's this? And like, you went and put Andy Andy Whippy on the fucking Saturday night, and I was like, oh, 
Honestly, for about a month, I was just like, that fucking rat. No, don't do it on purpose, but obviously, uh, yeah, when, no. you, when you're booking people like Andy, it's through contract there. Yeah. Oh, no, and, well, it, and I, you get your set dates. I don't, know, I don't hold any grudges against anyone at all. It's, it, it's, uh, but at the time, I was just like, oh, I just, just got you there. Yeah. But like, because obviously, I know the two different days, two different towns, but a lot of the same crowd would be going to one or the other. Um, so, but obviously, I've talked to you in that since then. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I played. Played obviously sank fest and that and I crack with you in then and I was just like oh I was just a bit gutted but yeah. then obviously it, it is what it is like yeah. obviously it's I too- fell out with a lot of people over over things and I know this is sort of going off but I, f- I fell out with people over things and I've just thought what what's the point uh, like it's been and gone do you know what I mean but as I say we've talked since we've had, like had crack we've done sets and that and it's just the full scenes like that but yeah there's always a bit a bit of everything oh mate. But you can't do Jane on one brand and not be on the other. If we're talking about contra- controversy, right? Do you know what I'm going to get on here? I haven't asked him yet, but I'm going to get him. I'm going to get Kieran Clark on. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to. I'm just going to. Kieran will give you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, because he's, he's got no back doors. Yeah, keyboard warrior. I'm going to. I'm going to get him on here, right? Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sit him down. I'm just going to say. This isn't this isn't a podcast. This is an intervention. Just fucking air it, man. Air it. <laughs> fucking hell. No. No. Upset some people. Do you yeah, know what you're in for? I right? know. Hey, listen. And do you know no, something? Anyone he, who's anyone who's listening, I'm not even going to cut any of it up. I'm just going to let him just go, and I'm yeah. going to ask him how he feels about certain things, and then he can just air it because it'd be good crack. Uh, <laughs> he, he is a good lad, but yeah. Do you know something? His mental health gets to him now and again. I'll be honest with you, like I didn't know him for a long time when he he he, he, he sort of thing, and then I met him. And if you talk to a lad in person, he's fucking, he's a nice lad. Like, yeah. he's a really nice lad. But it's just, just sometimes, he gets, he, yeah. He gets down and person, personal. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I know he doesn't mean it, but the things he says, like, yeah. you can't you let do, that go. I, yeah, I don't think people realise that, like, not just him, by the way, this is something else, but, like, when people say things, they don't realise that the effects that come off off it, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, but I know, because I know him now, you you know he's not he doesn't mean what he says. Yeah, true, you know, but, yeah. true. But it he's, is a shame because yeah. he is a good DJ. Like no, yeah. honestly, like he, he is a good DJ and he's got like a good taste within bounce music. Yeah. Like it's so, he, he plays got, stuff that got, I would play. He's got the same I mean? knowledge as me because basically we, we mixed together. I, sh- mm. I showed him a thing or two. Um, obviously, he, he could mix before and like. But. I'll be honest with you. I think he'd be further than he is if if he, if, if he, he wasn't for his man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm going to send I, this to Keenan. I'm going to say, I've tried telling him that yeah. for years, and now, I've not. But yeah. I think he's got. Do you know something now? I think he's more self-aware of like if 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 he just gets on and gets on with it, he get he gets he'll he gets the recognition in, that I think he deserves. Like that's that's just one of them things. That's yeah, just me, me personally. Like he's not he's not he hasn't got that that thing of him anymore. I think he's but, grown up a bit as well. But as he wasted his chance by yeah, and the thing is as well. I think a lot of people don't realise he's only a young lad I say young lad he's, I think he's only a year or two younger than me but but like when he when he sort of came onto the scene he was sort of young and immature whereas he's sort of grown up a bit now do you know what I mean yeah true, true. Um, so we're going to talk about your favourite sets you were saying about Sankfest being one of your favourite sets is yeah. there any other stick out sets uh, Syndicate of course yeah um, I done a night um, in Southport for Rob Kane um, a classics night. Reminisce was it? Like it was. No, a, it's, it's called Screamfest. Yeah, Screamfest or something. Part, like that. It was part of Reminisce, wasn't it? Because they had like an old, old school and that on as well. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it was or if it was just oh. Rob's night. Um, it was on that Pleasure Island in Southport. Yeah. That was really good. Um, yeah, I'd say that would would be another one up there. So what 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 sort of classics were you playing that night? Um, Club Caviar, Paul and Love, Pearl yeah. River. Ah, uh, yeah, so, yeah. That's, the proper classics. That's, yeah, yeah, that's good to hear. Because I remember that, seeing that when it when it came out, because like, I'm sure Daz was on it as well, wasn't he, Daz? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was like a decent line-up, decent DJs. It was, it was an awesome line-up, yeah. Alex K, Yamanda. Yeah, but like playing proper classics, like, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I love the idea yeah. of it. Not a donk inside. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with a donk there. Yeah, man, but, true, But true, uh, true. it's, yeah, like, I know what you mean. Um, so I'm going to ask you now... Um, Throughout the whole time you've been DJing, and it doesn't just need to be balanced, it can be anything at all, what's three meaningful tracks to you? That is a hard question. Yeah, I sent you the fucking questions yesterday, you're going to think about it. <laughs> um, the track, what I've just said before, mate, Club Caviar, Paul and Love. Yeah. Um, I play that in more sets. Good tune, good tune. Yeah, excellent tune. Um, second, Web, Love and Times. Class tune, which version? 
I'm just going to leave out there because uh, they're, they're okay. both as good as each other. I love the Signium version, mate. Like, it's like, I know it hasn't got the, the hook lining like the, the Cosmos the version. Is uh, it Cosmos? Is that how you pronounce it? I don't, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, but I love the, the euphoric fucking vibe on the, the Signium version. I think that's fucking class. Like. Yeah. Um, uh, and your third well, track? It's going to be Pearl River. Pearl River. Class. Just because of Fusion. Um, that's a fusion anthem, that isn't it? Yeah, like, it's meant, yeah. yeah, like that was when I every time I went in fusion, I'll go up to Andy here and say put Power River on or maybe Ocean Lab Satellite. Yeah, Satellite's a good tune as well. Yeah. I think, I think, um. Pearl River tops it like it's that it's the it's a, it's when you mix it in and the the yeah, the piano is just like lingering in the yeah. background, building up, building up, and then it, oh the vocal and that he shivers down your spine. Thinking about it now, just class. Yeah, right? <laughs> I've got so many tracks which I've got so many. Yeah, but they're the three that sort of like that would stick with you sort of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, always. Right. Um, is there anything you want to plug? Um, sectioned, sectioned at um, one three five coming up in May. 20th of May, going to be dropping the lineup next week. So right. I'm, I'm not going to say much on that. Right. So what I, day I, you drop, I, when, are you, when are you dropping the lineup? I'm just waiting for the flyer back now. I feed. So how do you fucking ass up feed? <laughs> um, yeah. So I haven't went all out. Right. But I think it's an effective lineup, it, and it should, it's good for a comeback because you haven't done one in a while, have you? Yeah, true. Because obviously soup's been taken over now by Luke. Yeah. Um, I think he's concentrating on house at the minute. Yeah. But. Um, I will be trying to get back in there. Right. Um, but, yeah, the likes of town, like 32, won't take any bounce on. Mm. Um, there's Padua's, um, but I wouldn't want to step on Ashy's toes there, yeah. so it, it's a bit of... Yeah, it's one of them, isn't it? Um, so, like, I know I've talked to you as a, as a DJ and, and whatnot, but where, do, where have you been anywhere... Uh, any iconic venues as a raver or or just even well even as a DJ really like so you mentioned Halo you mentioned Fusion you meant like you know so you mentioned um, Syndicate so is is there anywhere else that you went did you I've I've done quite a lot of nights um, I've been Tall Trees Wigan Pier um, Hard House nights I've done Tidy Weekenders Storm. The Emporium, that's a brilliant spot. We've been there before. Oh, mate, don't get me started. Right, I've got a fucking minging story about this. <laughs> I went to, I went to, um, cause it's in Leicester, isn't it? Or Colville, it's in yeah, Colville. 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 Right, so we, we were staying over in Leicester at the Premier Inn. Me and my missus went to um, Raves Reunited uh, 2017, New Year's Eve. It was fucking unreal. Like, I, it was on a different scale to a bounce event. It was like you were going to a show. Do you know what I mean? It was like because yeah. at the time hardcore was massive and it was like it was sort of on like a resurgence. And then you seen the likes of Stonebank coming back, um, Darren Styles, so yeah. And then Gamma was sort of blown up in the states. This was like it was all. It was just a perfect storm leading to New Year's Eve, and we got there. And me and my missus like just threw the bags into the thing. Went met up with a couple of DJs and that that, that were on, and went in. Fucking had a good night and uh, like seen some brilliant sets. Fracas and Darwin, I thought, like, I wish they'd do some bounce music because they're fucking unreal. Like, they've got a good vibe for bounce music as well. Like, if you just slowed their stuff down to 150 and done it and whatnot. Anyways, uh, me and my missus decided to come back. Um, order, we, we ordered a fucking Uber Eats or whatever it was, I can't remember, Food Hub. And then she went up to the room and I sat downstairs at the Premier Inn. And um, she, this was like fucking. Three, four, well, no, it must be late. Must be four or five in the morning, and then uh, she rang, rang me, and uh, she said, "Get up these stairs now." I was like, "Oh, what the fuck's going on?" I went up the stairs, and she went, she went. I went to lie down on the bed there, and I looked up, and on the fire alarm, right, <laughs> on the fire alarm, there was a used Johnny, oh, oh, no. a, a, and I was like, oh. "What the fuck?" Hey, and there was there was stuff in it as well, oh, so it was like it was disgusting, pure minging like. So I went down to complain. And and the and the woman on the reception, it's like five o'clock in the morning. She was shattered. She, what do you expect me to do? I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? So, anyways, like like that was that was my bad memories of fucking Leicester and Colville. Quite a quality night, but like, yeah, I just the Johnny in your face. When yeah, you like back. She, she said, I just laid down, look up, and it was just there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, but um, what was our house nights like there in at Storm? Yeah, they were amazing, mate. Um, I went to see Paul Glasby's last set. Yeah. That was class. Um, so, when you think hard house tunes, what sort of stuff were you playing at this at this time? 
I was playing yeah. more funky stuff, um, a lot of digital mafia. Yeah. Um, Ross Thompson. I like a lot of what Sam Town had done that done as well. Sam they Town they had them like yeah. um, it was like dirty basses, but it was like quite funky yeah. and that. Yeah, yeah, it was like garage hard, hard house. Yeah, that, that was like something different. That's what people need to push. Mm. Um, um, definitely, it's it's something that like out like because obviously we'll touch on this now. Um, with production and stuff like that, I know you've like sort of dabbled in it in the past, and I know you've recently done a track with um, Drake Liddell. He yeah. was on the last podcast. Um, like, do in your opinion, I'm just gonna I'll, I'll give you my opinion as well. Like, but yeah. do, does bounce need a bit of a shake up with with what's been put out at the minute? Of course, it does. Like, because um, it's just, I, in my opinion, yeah, all the, the stuff the, is the, starting to sound the same. Yeah, producers are using the same samples. Um, it's, it's hard to explain, to be honest. You get the likes of Heads Up, DJ B, Georgie, they, they make their stuff with banging riffs. Yeah. Then you've got the likes of Matt Suyu, who's going commercial now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it needs mixed up. People need to stop remixing the same stuff. Yeah, is it that or is it do, do people just need to start pulling influences from other other places? Because I know um, there's there's a producer who's sort of up and coming now. Um, is it is it um, Doddy? He's, Doddy he, is he, really good. He, he, he uses uh, and there's one and two as well. Do you know? Yeah, um, yeah, I've seen that, um, yeah. Like so, they they do like hardcore hard style riffs, and I think incorporating that a lot of people start to copy it and that. But a lot of people incorporated like incorporating other styles and genres within the music. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, do you think that people need to pull maybe a bit of the the funky hard house into it, or some? I'm, yeah, I'm just speculating, yeah, like def- or def- garage, def- or definitely mix it up. Um, um, but like you said, yeah, a, a lot of people are using hard style riffs mm. and and kicks and. Um, but yeah, when you listen to the likes of Ben Nicky's sets, yeah. Um, He's remixing classics lately, but on the drops it's all rumble and bass lines. Yeah. And sometimes it goes from a rumble and bass line into a donk. Yeah. Um, so he's, I think he's mixing it up there. Yeah. I, I think you've just got to be different. Just yeah. To stand out. See, um, I went, obviously, Sanctuary and Wigan Pier DJs last weekend at um, the Black Box. How was that? It was class, but um, the thing that stood out for me, like, I, I went on... Um, John G went on after me, um, then Nicky B, Bon Lee, um, and anyways, throughout the full night, it was what you'd expect with sort of Wigan Pier classics and then um, sort of your, your, your sort of run-of-the-mill bounce tunes. Yeah, just building but, up in stages. But John G came on and he pl- he was playing loads of like Ben Nicky type stuff. He, he played Rhythm of the Night and it was like, the rumble and bass and the drop and that and like I wasn't no, expecting it. Yeah, it, it yeah. is different, but he's proper embracing it. And like I turned to Farrell and I was like, "What? What is he doing? This is class." Mm-hmm. And he's and and then and then Farrell just went to me. He's on a Ben Nicky tip at the minute, and I was just like, "I like it because it was different. No, it's yeah. proper and not nothing against John because obviously John's brilliant. Yeah, he's, he's he's class DJ. His knowledge is unreal. He's number one in the same. Uh, like yeah, when, when it comes to the his 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 knowledge of all music, not just bounce. Like it's like. His, his knowledge of like, because we talk about eighties and that when we get together, like, it, it, like I know he likes Eurasia, like that's, that's one of them things. Yeah. But it's like he, he plays classics. Oh, I forgot about that. It's like you were saying with Zuni before, but then when he started playing this stuff, I was like, "Fucking hell!" This, you this, are, this, right? No, no, but this, no, it's just different, and it was like it was a good different, and I think that's what a lot of the scene but, need to embrace. But sometimes with John. You, you could turn around and it'll knock a spam mix in. Yeah, it's he's he's got he's yeah he's so versatile when it yeah, comes to it. Yeah, he's really good. But like I I just it felt fresh and it felt it felt different and it was it was something that I was last why I mentioned it on here. I thought people do need to start spicing it up because as a DJ you do sort of hear the same tunes all the time when you're going out because you're playing around that much and you, you you'll sort of see DJs play the signature tunes and whatnot. Yeah. But then. For him to like just spice it up like that, it made me get excited about DJing again. Like it was like I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna try and find something different like that because I'm not gonna say I'm gonna copy that style, not at all, because it's not really my thing. But it was good that it was different. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I was like coming back and I was like trying to find some some tunes in which would fit in a bounce set that sounded different, and it got it got my spark for it going again. 
and and, I'm, and I know for a fact like I was standing next to to Ben and um, Chiv at the time, and I just turned to I, I turned to him and I was just like, this is this is different. This is this is very refreshing. Like it was just, it was good. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, anyways, to finish finish us off. Um, I'm going to ask you if you went to a Chinese takeaway what meal would you get for one and why um, Szechuan chicken Szechuan chicken yeah what, fried rice boiled rice chips noodles um, half and half I'll, I'll get some noodles I'll probably get some rice <laughs> some salt and pepper chips on there uh, what and you eat a lot yourself like oh, of course I thought I ate a lot fucking hell it's been a pleasure having you on um, is there anything else you want to say before we go um, no, not really, mate. Just get to, just get the sectioned. Yeah, get the sectioned. <laughs> I've got two events up coming next week. I'm at Baseline Bounce at Natwich. Um, that's for Patch. Right. Then I'm at Sank on Sunday. Is that this Sunday? Fucking hell. Yeah. Flying, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Right, well, thanks for everyone for listening. Um, I'll see you again next week.